Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian at Best podcast, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. My name is Michael Hamlin, and this is Matt Blankenship. Hey, welcome to another Pedestrian at Best podcast. This is uh, episode two of Pedestrians in Marriage. Hi. I'm joined by my fiance, Emily. Hello. So that's what we decided, Pedestrians in Marriage. Pedestrians of marriage or coupling during Corona. <laughs> Any of great names that we can think of. I don't remember the other one. What was it? Monogamy Monday. Monogamy Monday. Yeah. 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 Oh. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, I thought the first one we would do would be how working from home, what that's been like. Because we both were working at home. Yeah. And then I had to go back. Yeah, we were both working from home for about two months. um, And then you went back kind of mid-May. I have been working from home since March 18th. um, And we actually just found out that we will be... I will be working from home till the end of 2020. So, um, probably everyone knows this. The hardest thing is just to... You never feel like you've, you don't have a routine or you've never escaped work because it's just it's sitting at the desk two feet away from me the entire day. Um, even though you still like have lunch breaks, you don't really have lunch breaks because you end up like going and making something real quick or and then eating it while you're still answering emails. It certainly is nice to have that option, um, but I just think that's been like the biggest struggle is finding a balance to my personal life, um, work, I'm also in school, and then we're planning the wedding and just kind of feels like you just live in front of the computer and screen fatigue. Um, It's just not enough. I mean, we have to tack on more. (laughs) You know, if you can think of anything else we need to add to it, feel free. I am a busybody. I'd I'd love to. Well, I mean, I was complaining on our walk. I was like, man, I just want to fix our entire backyard. So (laughs) let's add that project right now, too. Yeah, we don't have enough going on already. (laughs) Yeah, but there's definitely, like... I know some people really, really like it. I like it. I don't know if it's forever for me. I think maybe if I was a mom, I'd feel a little bit different about it. Um, I miss, I do miss a routine. And everyone's like, well, just make a routine at home. And I'm like, I'm just not that kind of person. If I'm sitting at home, I'm sitting in yoga pants and a t-shirt. Like, I'm not going to wake up and do my hair to go sit at my computer all day. Yeah, I mean, a lot of psychologists will say, like, well, you know, just don't think about work after you're done with work, but that's hard to do, like, when you're at home. Yeah. Because, like you said, your laptop is right there, and it's hard to turn that off after you're done working. Well, and I think there's also the pressure to, like, make sure you seem as productive as you were in the office, if not more productive. Right. And I already, not to, like... I already felt like I was a really, really overly productive employee in the office, so then it seems even more pressure to, like, prove I can do more at home so that, you know, they don't think I'm just messing around binge-watching Netflix. Um, And then even when I do take breaks, because I'm in school, a lot of times I'll take a lunch break to read a chapter or to take a quiz real quick, and it doesn't feel like there's a, a mental break ever, which that's my personal choice to do that, so... 
Um, and then the hardest thing is actually, it was harder now that you're not home. When you were home, it felt like when you took a break, oh, I'll take a break too. And actually like signed, like logged off for a little bit. Um, just the way your job is, it's kind of set breaks. Whereas mine's uh-huh. like not really built in like that. Right. Um, and then I don't, I know other couples have that where one person goes into the office and the other one's at home. And then for some reason you feel guilty for being home. And so you almost want to be more productive at home too, to prove like, Hey, I still did stuff. I know you went to the office, but like, Oh, I better like make sure dinner's ready the second you walk in the door. Whereas if I'd been in the office all day, I wouldn't have had that. Like, Oh, you know, it's okay. You don't have to have that pressure. Like it's not 1955. (laughs) Well, I know you don't really care, but like, that's just a thing. You know, when you're at home, you just feel like, well, I better be doing everything I can to be as efficient as possible either in my personal life or at work and you can't balance it and you end up, you know. I don't want you to, I don't want to come home and you're like passed out from just over, (laughs) (laughs) over just too much. Well, and it's kind of probably annoying for you because the second you walk in, you're like the only person I've seen. So I'm like, talk to me, do something with me. Let's go do this. And you're like, oh my God, can I not talk to somebody? Can I just sit down and decompress? And I'm like, no, I literally haven't seen a person all day. <laughs> You're the only face I see on a normal basis. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you've done both. You've worked yeah. from home and then gone back into the office. So how's that been? Uh, definitely, at first, it was much easier working from home because there were set breaks and the work was steady. Uh, the initial going back was really weird. It just felt so tenuous every day. It was more tiring trying to, like, clean after everything, screen every single person. Yeah. It just got exhausting, you know. And most of the time, you know, people just needed simple things. Um, but even even the little stuff we had to be super careful about. But, I mean, it got easier, you know. You get used to it, and... It is nice to go somewhere, work, and then come home, and home is home, as opposed to that weird, I work from home. Yeah. I mean, some people are excellent at that. I mean, Carrie Bradshaw, <laughs> you know, was a shining example of just somebody that had, you know, an entire career at home. Um, yeah, but I don't really know how much working she ever really did. <laughs> she was like, all she did was drink and write one sentence of, I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> I think also, like, the people who really succeed in it establish Mm -hmm. a workplace in their home. Right. And I I don't know if, like, you know, when we came to this townhouse and I really got set up, it's it's been better um, than it was. I think probably having something in your own room where you could close a door would be better where you walk away. The issue is that, you know, the way Michael and I's townhouse is set up is my desk is actually in a separate section of the living room but it's still our living room where we like sit and relax all night so like if I see something I'll be like oh let me just pick my computer up real quick and like answer it or send this and you know maybe if it was like upstairs in a separate room I wouldn't like get out of like a cozy spot to do it so well you know when we have even more space we can (laughs) do that if I'm still working from home (laughs) 
so. Well, I mean, I don't think it'll be working from home, like, forever, forever, but. I definitely think that, like, corporate America, hopefully's mindset will shift, that it's not as, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you want to work from home one day. Like, how mm-hmm. dare you ask this, you know? And I think it'll have, like, a better balance, especially for people with kids and things like that, you know? When I think about, like, you know, people have to take off because their kid is sick, but their kid's probably just sitting there watching TV all day because they're sick, and yet right. you've wasted a day of PTO. Right. Like, so um, that'll probably be a little bit, like, easier for people to balance and things like that um or like little things where you're like well verizon's supposed to come from like noon to four so i guess i have to take the whole afternoon off to sit here and wait for them like um which would be nice to like not have to do that and you still get to work and be efficient and your pto is not wasted on stuff that isn't to actually get a mental break yeah at least get the major bullet points done yeah and then get those home things taken care of still yeah i mean i will say like you can't live without verizon (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean you and kelly were able to live without internet for years like (laughs) complete aliens but you know yeah when um i first graduated college i moved in back home with my parents and I love my parents. They paid for college. They made my life a lot easier. They bought me my first car, which I'm still driving. Um, but their rule was when you graduated college, you're an adult and you pay rent. So I came home to pay rent and I was working um, at the city of Chesapeake Treasurer's office and I had to pay my parents $500 a month. So it wasn't like it was like, oh yeah, you pay your parents rent. Like it was like real rent that I was right. actually starting to pay. Yeah. Um, and my sister Kelly was there too, and they talked about raising the rent, and we were like, I guess you just want us to leave. So we went and got <laughs> our own apartment, and we lived in town center for a little bit, and then we moved into a townhouse, and the townhouse had a little bit higher rent than probably we could really afford, and she was working for Operation Smile, so she was going on all these missions, and ended up just being kind of like, well, you know, the next time you come home, we'll get internet. And then we had this, like, grand thought, like, oh, it's the summertime. We're going to, like, go out, and we're going to work out all the time. And if we have internet, then we'll just sit at home and do nothing. And it ended up being, like, two years of having no internet or cable at home. So we watched um, a lot of movies, a lot of DVDs. We rented stuff from the library, which is, like, Were there so any particular school. movies that stand out that you remember you so we watched all of the friends Mm -hmm. um all of big bang theory Mm. we tried to watch Seinfeld, just wasn't for us um Mm. all of the will and grace episodes Mm. um and then the movie collection her rule was she had this like big dvd tower and she was tired of moving it so she was like if we don't watch this movie in the two years we don't have internet i clearly am never gonna want to watch it so that kind of was like the rule of like oh we haven't watched that so one yet resident so evil afterlife probably got probably didn't make it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know there are like movies that like i just actually cleaned out when we like combined it our films right. that you have like these horror movies that you bought that right. you're like or horror like thriller ones that you're like totally and then right. like every halloween comes and you're like I don't actually I should watch, watch this, this, but I really don't, I really want, don't to. want to. <laughs> Do I really need, you know, the Hills of Eyes too? I really don't. I really don't. Yeah. I had that. Right. <laughs> That's what I got rid of. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were watching Shit's Creek last night. It was like the 
the crows have eyes. The crows have <laughs> eyes. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. trying to make <laughs> she's... I was like, wow. <laughs> Back when those movies were coming out. Oh, my God. That Everything movie... had to have a Z in it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that movie came out when I worked at a movie theater. Oh, wow. I was I went, I, went, I went and saw it, and it freaked me out, but I hated right. having to, like... Because you used to have to usher back right. when you could go to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, and that antiquated time yeah. of <laughs> movies and theaters. <laughs> Brought to you by 2019. <laughs> um, and so I'd have to like walk down and I hated yeah. any time you had to do it and it was a scary movie because it never failed. Like you would walk and you'd yeah. turn your back and it'd be a part they jump out and right. everyone screams. So then I automatically scream because I was like, yeah. oh my God, what's behind me on the screen? And right. then run out like a, yeah. My brother actually worked when they, um, at the same movie theater I did, and when they re-released, what is it, The Exorcist? Yeah. He was like, no. Terrified. He was like, yeah. I won't go in there. I won't usher. I won't clean it until the credits are done. He was like, I'm not changing the realm, like, for the film. He was yeah. like, I'm not going anywhere near the film. <laughs> he was really freaked out by that one, huh? That is, like, his yeah. all-time scariest one. And he's also super religious. So, to him, like, uh, the, that is the scariest thing that could happen yeah, to yeah. him. Like, the iconic, iconic referee, however you say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one time, him. like, his daughter, I guess, Olivia. Iconic referee. Um, was like, you know, well, the baby monitors are creepy, you know. And they have, like, the video oh, ones sure, now. Yeah. And he, like, looked. And she was just, like, looking at it. And he was like, do this one more time and I'll send you to a nunnery. <laughs> like. <laughs> but, I mean, you watch, like, you know, like, Paranormal Activity, they'll use that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, like low-tech, yeah. you know, horror scares like that. They'll just yeah. be, like, creeped out on video cameras and things like that. It's creepy. But it, it's effective. I mean, that stuff freaks me out because, you know, that's, you can't fight something like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just got to make the yeah. conscious choice of, like, I guess yeah. I just say goodbye to this person. Cause, right. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah, I guess if Paranormal Activity came out here, I'd be like, yeah. "See ya, honey." I mean, I would have nice. nice to. It would have been nice to marry you, but I think uh, I'll pass, right. and the demon can have you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to church and say a prayer for your soul and hope it all works out. Like, <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> just fill up this holy water. <laughs> You probably think I'm possessed sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was like one of, uh, it's actually a family quote is, um, so we, we mentioned that I have not, I have a lot of sisters and my father one time like walked out cause I guess it was like my mom's tone and we were all just being bitches and he's like freaking possessed animals <laughs> and like walked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> like some days that's how you walk out you're like oh god so that's why you like going back to the office and not working from home yeah that's a perk <laughs> getting away from you know demonic possession when you can. <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> it's either demonic depression or on the couch like depressed don't open the blinds <laughs> COVID has made life too hard <laughs> yeah then we, you know, we hear the the beautiful quacks from the ducks. Oh, I know. They're so that, cute. <laughs> that lifts our spirits. Yeah. We have, yeah. like, a lake by our house. And they actually, when I walk by myself, they don't talk to me. They talk to you. 
Yeah. Anytime we walk together, right. they're super loud. And I only see that bird when you're there. The white bird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a crane? Yeah, it's a crane. Yeah. yeah. He's cool looking. I mean, I didn't expect something like that, like, semi-exotic around here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Kemp's Lakes had such, like, yeah. landscape and wildlife? <laughs> I was like, yeah, get prepared to see a bunch of squirrels and pigeons, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, ducks. Ducks and, and geese. Yeah, dickhead geese. Dickhead geese. I swear geese didn't exist when I was growing up in Virginia. Like Not like that. I don't I know mean, what has happened in like... World War geese. I, like. I know. <laughs> I feel like it started in like high school that they were around yeah. all the time. And I remember being like, when did I have to worry about like goose poop on the sidewalk? Like I don't remember yeah. them being everywhere i mean like, I'm, i've turned into like jack nicholson from as good as it gets like, not I'm walking like on the crack. Yeah. <laughs> every step i take i can't <laughs> yeah. i love that movie yeah <laughs> get so happy when it rains because you don't have to fucking work about it as i much. know it cleans it all up so <laughs> First world problems. I've got goose shit on my sidewalk. Got a in global my pandemic. You know, we're working from home. And we got geese shit. <laughs> what else is going to happen, okay? Two hurricanes. <laughs> and a tropical depression. And wildfires in California. That's yeah, well, sad. Yeah, that sucks. But everyone always forgets that 2020 started with wildfires in Australia. Yeah, those Aussies <laughs> just got cooked up. <laughs> was that just the beginning of the year like yeah it's gonna be so that's kind of the thing that i is weird about us getting married this year is like we'll say like oh like we got married in 2020 and everyone's gonna associate 2020 with like well, what was it like during the pandemic yeah like nobody's gonna ask how the wedding was yeah it was just question oh that was weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry Siri wanted to jump in that one on my phone. Interesting Um, question. Interesting question. (laughs) Thanks. We thought it was a good one. Um, And that's kind of like the thing is that like it'll always be this, the year that everyone hated. Right. You know, like, so it's just kind of weird to also be like, yeah, it's the year we got married. Well, you just kind of have to laugh about it. (laughs) Or not. things a bride has to worry about um so we have to go meet with the the priest tomorrow and like one of the things i have to get finalized and understand is does the bridal party have to wear a mask so you're like you're walking down the aisle and it's like they said the bride and the groom don't have to and i'm like well yeah because like that would be awkward like you may now kiss the bride like wait let me pull my mask down (laughs) like but like everybody else i'm like i don't want I mean, I know that's what this year is, but I don't want the pictures to be like that, you know? Like, I'm already going to remember it for the rest of my life. I'd prefer not to have it in the photos like that, too. Yeah. I, we'll talk tomorrow and just ask and see what we could do to... Yeah. I mean, I figure as long yeah. as, like, they're, like, not standing, like, right on top of each other, too. And it's it's all our family. So they're all going to the reception afterwards. Um 
Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's not, not like, like they'll, a regular be... mass where it's like a congregation of different. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's I'm sure I get way. like the guest that's fine. Like everyone can wear their mask sitting in the church because you're touching the pew and all that stuff, you know, like. Right. Um, but like the three people, you're just up at the front standing up there. Like. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I hope, I hope not because that's going to be like a real bummer. But... Well, that's like a captured bummer yeah like it's one thing to just kind of have it in your memory <laughs> yeah but, i guess that's what, yeah it's another yeah, thing to like hey do you want to see our wedding pictures like look how cool the masks look like you know no. yeah that's like a thing like i mean yeah. hopefully it'll be like this vaccine and our kids will be like what the hell was with all the masks like well this one year like well we suffered for your fucking <laughs> existence yeah so <laughs> Show a little gratitude, little brat. Little dicks. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be great parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's like a weird thing. We had originally decided we were gonna do stations, but like that to me seems a little weird. So you got to make sure like catering, all these little nuances that you kind of forget about. Right. Um, and actually, we were just talking about party favors, and you had mentioned, like, little popcorn. I'm like, ooh, would people actually take it and want it? Well, if it's in, like, a plastic... I mean, this was served in, like, just... It was, like, a little bag of popcorn. Yeah, but somebody, like, put it in there. I don't know what to tell people. Somebody put something in everything. So if you're that freaked out by it, hey, just don't eat it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like... We've got some family members that are just opting out entirely, so... Yeah. I mean... Darn, but... Yeah. It's okay. I I mean, I get it. It's just like... I, I don't know... There are only so many exceptions you can make... Yeah. ...about certain things, so... Well, I guess that's like... That is like the hardest thing is like... You can't make... Exce- yeah, you can't fix everything... And you also can't pause your life for this because it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And we've already postponed it once and everyone's like, oh, you really are going to like get married? And I'm like, well, yes. who knows what the world's going to be like, you know, in 2021. So it's not like it's looking up. Like, <laughs> Yes, we're going to go ahead and get married. That's what we want to do. Yeah. So I think like <laughs> people who don't aren't in that same situation have a hard time understanding that it's like you're not pausing your life you know like granted you're not having any major life events happening right now but like what well, are we supposed to do like yeah i mean it's like you know what was it bird box we were watching where like the critical scene is like he's like look i gotta tell these girls this story like they yeah. gotta have something they gotta have something more Some, yeah than just surviving boy and girl yeah yeah, yeah. boy boy girl, girl. <laughs> yeah 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 and that's I guess what it's like the makes thing. life worth living you got to actually, like, live it. And I think that's yeah. kind of, like, the hardest thing for this situation. And, and everyone right. can do what they want to do. And, sure. And we're definitely, we're not what we were pre-pandemic. We don't really go out to eat that much. And when we do, we like to sit outside if we do. Um, I don't think we're, like, as quick to, like, run up to the store and grab this if we don't have to. Yeah. Um, obviously, the working from home restriction. I haven't started going back to the gym, but, like... At what point do you just kind of get tired and want to live your life the way you want to live your life? Within, like, the rules, Reasons, you know, wearing yeah. your mask and, and, you know, don't be a complete asshole. But, like, um, I guess that's kind of my thing because I know movie theaters are opening up and I'm like, well, that's, like, we loved going to the movies. So when will it be, like, 
No. When the Batman comes out. Well, Wonder Woman's coming out, and I gotta go see that. Yeah, that's That's yeah. Oh, Kevin Costner has a new movie coming out in November. Oh, good. It's called Let Him Go, where it's like his daughter remarried, and his new son-in-law is like an asshole, and the family's like keeping his grandson, so he's gotta like come in and kick ass. Great. So, you know I love Kevin Costner. I don't think love says enough. He's like one of the sexiest men alive, still. Yeah, I can't really. Uh, <laughs> can't compete. Can't no. Uh, no, and that is a weird one for me to say. I'd probably leave you for, but yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I mean it'd be tough. I'd be really upset about it, but it's Kevin Costner, so. Yeah, I couldn't really be mad. Uh, <laughs> I'd hope we stayed friends. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Who's on your list? Uh. I don't know. That's that's tough. Like I, I've I've wrestled with like celebrity crushes these days. I don't really. I'm not really seeing anybody that's like blowing me away anymore. You know. Well, it's hard because like you yeah. almost sometimes want to go for like the super hot one, but that's what I love about Kevin Costner. I feel like we'd have like a good time. Right. He'd want to have like conversations and see the world a little bit and. Right. Yeah, but not like be this Hollywood star. Like he is, but he's not like red carpet. You know, all the time. You just would be like, yeah. Right, and it's tough to, like, you know, I, I'd i probably lose my mind if I was around somebody like a Gwyneth Paltrow or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh, she's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I always liked Rachel McAdams. She was always kind of my go-to. Um, she's a good one. She's beautiful. Uh, I'll, I, I, would, I wouldn't be upset. That's, you know... It's not gonna happen. So. <laughs> well, neither is mine. <laughs> I don't know much about her, like her philanthropy and things like that. But <laughs> she seems like she'd be cool, you know. <laughs> if not, she has like a great laugh, so that that would just be fun to be around. <laughs> well, I mean, she's had a pretty interesting like body of work now. When you think about it, so yeah, it'd be cool to see what she's working on. Yeah, yeah she's in like your favorite movie. Yeah. About time. Yeah. Well, it's my favorite romantic comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't know it was your favorite romantic. I was actually teasing, but I didn't realize it was your favorite romantic oh, comedy. Oh, hands down, yeah. Oh. I've watched it so many times. It's always good. You always cry to it. I don't cry to it. Yes, you do. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's nothing in that movie that makes me a little misty-eyed whatsoever. <laughs> Not the scene where he has to go up and finally tell his dad, dad. forever. It's the last time. Yeah. And then they go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that isn't at least somewhat moved by that movie really needs to, like, seek a professional. Because that's, that's a good one. Well, it's a great... Uh, yeah. What's the song that's playing? Is it Luckiest? Yeah, it's like the only good use of the Luckiest ever yeah. in any movie. But then you've also got Nick Cave's uh, song that they play during the dad's funeral. Oh, which yeah. Which uh, Into My Arms, yeah. which is just, like, crushes your heart when you hear it. I and, always cry, and I even get teary yeah. thinking about it when they, like, first go in, and the mom's like, I just can't even imagine a life without him. And I'm like... She's <laughs> like, I'm so angry at I'm him. I'm so angry, yeah. And I'm like... Father, yeah. yeah. And the dad's just like, look, I tried. I well, it's just totally one of those things that, like, yeah, that's probably how the spouse would feel at first. Like, I'm yeah. angry at them, even though it's not their fault, but, like... I get left, and, yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. 
That's what we watched for our very first Valentine's Day. Yeah. And you cried. And I, I did cried. not. What are you I, talking I about? I cried uncomfortably. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just raining on my face, okay? <laughs> it was my tears that had, like, shot off. And yeah, it was, just, it was a, a draft came in. <laughs> <laughs> You got poked in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was, I was just getting something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'll just turn on the Winnie the Pooh. Hey, we, that's, we don't talk about that on this. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. There are a few things we can't talk about <laughs> on this podcast. And that's one of them. I just crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fine. Okay. Look, I don't know if you've all seen Christopher Robin. But for whatever reason, Winnie the Pooh, just like, it's like kryptonite for me. I just, I get tore up by it. Makes me think of my mom. Makes me think of my childhood. Yeah. You know. And like, real tears. Yeah. It was like, probably one of like, your most embarrassing moments, but I loved it. I was like, oh my god. He, that's like, what a, like, yes, we all have like those one little thing about our childhood that we think about and it makes us cry. And it was like. I don't know, and you finally know that about that person. You're like, wow, I really know that person. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm surprised that's not the book you mentioned in your memoir. Oh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't read that as my bedtime stuff. Oh, okay. We would read that just like that was something we read, um, like during the day when uh-huh. she was teaching me to read, and then uh, I would watch the Winnie the Pooh whatever VHS we had of it constantly, yeah. you know. Yeah. I remember Winnie the Pooh getting lost. <laughs> yeah. You get lost in the snow like 800 times a day. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. <laughs> it was so cute. That was like, yeah. Wendy's nursery was Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Mine was rocking horses themed. Oh, I, hope, I hope he makes a comeback. I was kind of hoping Crystal Robin would kind of like... Not that he ever, like, went away, per se, but yeah. he's not, like, I don't see a lot of, like, kids that know about him anymore, you know? Well, I guess not, yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the kids that we know are more into, like, Pokemon, things like that, or even well, Star Wars. they're also, Wars. like, older. Like, were you yeah, into Winnie the Pooh at eight? My friend Ryan, like, um, his kid, their whole nursery is, like, Star Wars themed. I mean, um. like, all of it. Like, they painted every, like, giant mural. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks great. Well, uh, we'll just have a Winnie the Pooh nursery theme, a vintage yeah, one. I mean, half and half, you know. Do oh. some do some different Disney characters. And... No, I don't mind Winnie the Pooh. Well, like I think, and it's like awesome, but like nursery, nurseries look so like a grown up's room now. Right. And, yeah, like, and I wanted to be like for a an infant, you know, or yeah. like a child thing, you know. Yeah, you look at them and you're like, wow, this is a beautiful room, but yeah. Um, which it's totally fine. I don't know. I might yeah. be one of those moms that does that or something like that. But I actually right. still, well, I, I've had it. I don't know if my mom still has it, but still has the blanket that was my crib, because we all had like a different blank bedding that went with us. That's the only thing that really changed for our nursery. Um, right. Because obviously she wasn't gonna change it seven times. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and they never found out the gender, so it was always something very generic. Mm. Um. Unisex. Yep. Oh. Yep. So, 
that's why like my stocking has a um our stockings match our nursery so that's why mine at my parents house has a rocking horse on it so she would make like your stocking and it was like your first year and it was your nursery and all that stuff so um especially for like me and wendy we were like born right before christmas so like Oh. Kind of had to like just make a decision of what you're stocking. When's is. Wendy's birthday? December thirteenth. Oh yeah, she she really is like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Winnie the Pooh. Now everyone knows. That's what makes you cry. I'm gonna like tell Matt to like just play it the next podcast, so <laughs> the tears can just come down. Well, it won't work now. <laughs> got like a got armor now <laughs> you'll be prepared yeah it was also just like it when we watched that movie i don't know if we had just had like a really long weekend too because i remember being just really down and like tired and it was stormy i think so like just it kind was of kind like, of like the start of a lot of this stuff so yeah we were pretty just emotionally draining yeah and I think yeah because it whatever. was it was right after like the holidays and yeah. i just remember being like ugh, like yeah. Which, like, I have everyone, well, I don't know if everyone does, but, like, the post-Christmas blues. Oh, tough. for sure. I mean, that's when, like, the winter, whatever, seasonal depression sometimes will yeah. kick in. And, yeah. Because you don't have anything fun to kind of yeah. have going on. I mean, there's my birthday, but who cares, you know? Me? <laughs> <laughs> but even that, like, you have to get through January. Right. Yeah. January's a long month. Yeah. Yeah. So... We used to, like, every January go to wineries for, like, Gretchen's birthday for, like, the long weekend, Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King weekend, and that was always really, like, a nice way of breaking it up, because it was like, oh, okay, like, I just have to, like, get to that, and then it's, like, something fun to do. Right. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, pedestrians and marriage conversation. (laughs) Definitely check out Pedestrian at Best Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, I say this every single podcast, but we we are setting up our Patreon page, so that will be up soon. Uh, and hope everybody's staying safe and doing well. Anything else you want to add? No, that yeah. covers it. All right, y'all have a good night. Night.